Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You know what I feel like doing? Hitting your fatality? Yes, I feel like kicking back, relaxing, and getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Game Break. I'm your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown on all things gaming, and I'm joined by my co-host. I can't even do the beat. What up, guys? It's Aim on the mic here, and I just want to give Kalo a friendship-ality. I think that's what they used to call back in Mortal Kombat 9. Friendality. Friendality. Sure. But uh, before we get into today's topic, I'd like to say thank you to anybody and everybody who is liking and sharing this podcast with anybody and everybody you know. Now, you're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome to for us. Mm-hmm. But um, we covered a preview of Mortal Kombat on the Get Comfy Game Break. Might want to go check that out because now we are doing a review of the Mortal Kombat movie that came out on HBO Max April 26, 2021. And theaters. In theaters and on HBO Max. Mm -hmm. So there's that. As it stands right now, it has a Rotten Tomatoes score of 54%, 2 out of 10 on IMBD, and of course, 44% on Metacritic. That's low. Yikes. Now, I will will die on this cross. Before you say anything. Okay. Before you say anything, I just want to know. What did the original Mortal Kombat movie, the 1995? That had to have scored higher. That had to have. Because, like, all these reviews just tell me that people are like, man. All right. All right. So, say it again. So, it scored. So, read, so, so read IMBD's first. 6.2 out of 10. All right. The 1991, the first one, got 5.8 out of 10. We're doing better. All right. Uh, which one do you want to hear next? Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah, or Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes. 54%. 44%. Wow. Okay. So Metacritic, I don't know if it has that. It does. 44%. Metacritic, 60%. Wow. So it's all it's all down to Metacritic. Yeah. All right. So let me start by saying this movie wasn't horrible. Yeah. But I, I, have, a di- <laughs> I, I, I have a different... Um, uh, opinion about how this movie was. You said it wasn't horrible. I thought it was amazing. Like I had, I had no problem with this movie. I saw with the trailers. I was just, when they added a new guy. I was like, okay. But you know what? This movie changed my mind. And maybe it's because I'm a mark for Mortal Kombat. I just enjoyed this movie. My brother did enjoy this movie too. But yeah, I, you said it wasn't horrible. I said it was. I enjoyed it. I, I took your advice on a lot of things. I, I said wow. to myself, I said to myself, I'm going to watch this movie and set my expectations low. Thanks. I'm not going to go into it and think it's going to be the godly, like, this is going to change everything type deal. Um, I made a few points on this as I was watching the movie, and I kind of compiled it here. So we did get characters appearances from like Sub-Zero Obviously, Scorpion, Kano, Melina, Natara, Liu Kang, Noon Saibot, Cabal, Sonya Blade, Jax. Noon Saibot wasn't in the movie. I thought he was. I thought Noon he was. Uh, I thought I seen him. No, Noon Saibot was not in the movie. Shang Tsung, Raiden, Goro, Raiko, all that. Raiden, I obviously said. Now, they did, which I said it in the, the preview, an amazing job on the fatalities. Amazing. 
gory, everything you want, right? Mm -hmm. But correct me if I'm wrong. There were some points in this movie where I was like, that seems a little forced. You know, we're like... In what sense? In what sense? I have the example of where Liu Kang, he he goes against... um, I forgot who. It could have been Melina. It could have been someone like that. Where... Oh, it was the Bat Lady. It was the Bat Lady. That wasn't Liu Kang. That was Kung Lao. That was Kung Lao. My bad. I uh, see. I'm. I'm the. Uh, it's okay. I'm here. I'm. The that's why you're here. Off. That's why you're um, here. So I, Kung Lao. Whenever mm-hmm. he goes against the Bat Lady, she she falls. He throws the hat. Splits her in half. Great. Yeah. But when he went flawless victory, it's like okay, relax, buddy. Like, <laughs> like chill. Like you 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 killed her. Well, he said flawless victory because he didn't. In the games, you only get that if your opponent doesn't hit you. And she didn't touch him at all. I get that. I know it's a reference, and I'm all, I'm fine with it. But like, it was like, oh, you kind of forced that line. It's like, oh, he said the thing. He said the thing. <laughs> of the Peter Griffin meme. Exactly. But, That's what I was thinking. And like, I don't have a problem with it. But like, it, it just made me laugh because I was like, they're really props to them. They're going full video game <laughs> reference mode here, and I just appreciate that. See. I wish he, because before he even said Flawless Victory, I thought he was going to say Fatality, which I thought it would be, um, I would have been happy with. Granted, because um, in the, I think it was Mortal Kombat X, that's his that's his Fatality. And me and my brother, who grew up in Mortal Kombat, and we played Mortal Kombat X, we know that Fatality. So I thought he was going to say Fatality, but the fact that he said um, Flawless Victory, I was like, okay, that's cute. I didn't, like, I didn't have a problem with that. Yeah, like, I thought it was like, Cool, you're you're referencing the video games. Obviously, yeah. it's whatever. Um, the one I have two highlights of the movie. Mm-hmm. One, and I think we kind of can both agree. I don't know how you feel about it. Kano, Kano best part of the movie. Hundred percent. I'm so glad they got this actor. I don't even know who this actor was, and he was just he is a real life Kano. Like I know it's only been one movie. He was just perfect the way he was. He made me laugh so many times. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was perfect. And he, one point for Kalo, I said in the movie or in the preview, he was going to fight a bunch. And then all of a sudden he'll start wearing away. Like he'll start getting more and more messed up. And well, then, he didn't really get, oh, he, he did get messed up. He did get scratched by reptile. But wait, the fact that I'm surprised you haven't said this. Cause you said it was kind of forced when Kung Lao said flawless victory. You didn't have a problem when Kano ripped Reptile's arm, hit his heart, and he was like, Kano wins. Well, uh, that too. It, it was like those moments. I was like, dog, chill. No, like, but see, I get it. See, for that part, I feel like the way Kano's character was, he would say that yeah. instead of a game. Like, if, if this was just a solo game, a solo movie, and it had no references of the um, games, I feel like knowing what Kano, uh, Kano's characteristic was in character. I feel like he would have said that regardless if that was a movie because that was funny. He's arrogant and he's a prick. And I'm like, it was just, he was great. Mm-hmm. Best part of the movie. And that kind of see like, that's the overwhelming takeaway from the movie is that Kano was the best part. Mm-hmm. Um, my second big thing about this movie, how sub zero was portrayed in this movie. Like he was scary. Like he, he appeared and like you can see from like the start of the movie and I grant you, I guess it's spoilers for 
Oh, it's been out for two weeks. It's now, been out. Yeah. So yeah, if you haven't seen it, that's on you. But um, how like you would know he's coming because it gets cold. You see your breath and it starts to snow. And there was that scene where like Cole's wife, I guess, was trying to pack the girl up and try to get her out of the house. Mm-hmm. And like he was in the window, just like creepily looking in. That stuff was cool. Like it was scary. Like he would be coming at you and he'd be raising the the, um, the snow or the ice and then mm-hmm. shooting it down. Seeing those Mortal Kombat characters in the real world, it was just so cool. Like it, he was like so violent and mysterious. I'm just like, yes, give me that. So two things: one, the character Sub Zero. There was like a like behind the scenes, and a lot of people comparing him to his like speed of acting and fighting to like Bruce Lee. And I can see it. People are calling him the next Bruce Lee. And he also, the character Sub-Zero have signed a five-year contract with the Mortal Kombat, which I'm happy about. And I, I think a lot of people who are diehard Mortal Kombat fans are going to hate how they kind of switch the roles. Because in the Mortal Kombat games, it's it's more of Scorpion um, Scorpion working with Shang, Shang Tsung rather than Sub-Zero. The reason for that, I'm not going to spoil it because it's in the game. Well, you know what? They might do something. And in the game, Sub Zero wasn't the one who killed Scorpion's family. It was um, a Nell character, which I won't say because he's gonna he's hinted it in the next one. But and then I was like, all right, this is completely different. Some things are the same, some things are different. I'm okay with this. It's perfectly fine. I had no problem of Sub Zero being the villain, quote unquote. And Sub Zero, I did hit the fact that Sub, um, uh, I did hit the fact that Scorpion was trapped and, and he had he had to use his ancestors to get Scorpion out. I thought that um who was it who's the who's the uh, main character's name? The uh, generic Cole Young. Cole Young. I felt like his um his special ability, I forget what they called called it. <laughs> there I thought his special ability was him gonna be turning into Scorpion. And I'm like, that's gonna be a cheap way. Come on, don't do that. And then you see at the end Scorpion's just out. I'm like, all right, they didn't turn him into scorpion which i could have 100 percent seen them doing oh 100 yeah. and i'm so glad they didn't do that i love everyone's also saying that like how did he how does scorpion learn english when he says get over here when he only spoke japanese my dude chinese? was fresh off the boat speaking <laughs> his native tongue and he just yells get over here yeah like, it's like okay it's like uh how yeah. i mean grant you you can learn a few things in hell maybe mm-hmm. i don't know but, <laughs> but um go ahead I do want to say, though, Cole getting that power of basically being a human punching bag and then like reverting that power out Mm -hmm. into his punches. One reminded me of Black Panther because you know how his suit absorbs all the I did not know that in in the movie. It's a big deal that like he gets like beat up a bunch and then he Mm -hmm. like stores the power and then just releases it in like an energy blast or whatever. So that was there. And then he got like a stick and a little sword. Yeah. But to me, Cole Young was so unnecessary. No. I can see why he wasn't to some people. But to me, you have literally a backlog of, correct me if I'm wrong, over 200 characters. More than that, but here. (laughs) More than that. Hear me out. Because this was a lot of people are saying, oh, why? A lot of complaints. So. Shout out to our friend Rita because she put once she saw the movie, she was like, "The movie is it's really bad. Uh, the act, the lines were cheesy. 
They skipped out some. They skipped. They skimmed out some effects. They didn't even have half the characters. Storyline was a hot mess. Granted, and then other people have been saying, "Oh, there was no. It was, there was no real tournament." Blah blah blah. More to comment. Here's my two things. One, you're you're gonna make this into a whole universe. You're gonna spread it out to three, four movies. Second of all, first, and then the other things are this can be. What are you looking at? <laughs> Someone was outside my house. <laughs> Like a guard dog. <laughs> I'm like a guard dog out here. And maybe it was Goro. Well, who knows? Maybe if they're or in the real world, or Sub Zero just waiting. I'd out. be screwed. I would. Yeah, it's over if Sub Zero so, shows up. Freaking breaking character over here, making me. But uh, I know you guys didn't see the reaction, the face he made. But Caleb was just like, "Who the fuck is outside my house? This motherfucker." It's actually my mother. Wow. <laughs> It actually is. You're the worst. You really are. Um, no, so a, a lot of people are thinking, and I can see it at this movie just being a prequel, setting up getting your fighters, and then the first movie being the tournament. Because, first of all, in the Mortal Kombat movie, the Mortal Kombat games, which I, as a 24-year-old, kind of, I, I started nitpicking it. More, if you play Mortal Kombat 1, how did these all these, my mind is like, how, how did these, fighters get into this tournament how were they chosen how why are they fighting oh for the realms but how did raiden get all these fighters in more Kombat one game you don't understand that and you're confused this movie movie right here sets up the tournament tells you that there are tournaments happening sets up why these fighters are chosen instead of just being random they have marks which makes sense you give it because granted no many people don't even play the games or forgot the lore so this kind of helps set up the lore so, you know, and then you can bring back, you could bring, people are saying these characters aren't in the game. You could put them in the game. People said Melina, Melina, spoilers, died, but she has clones of herself. Shane Shu made clones. So, that Kano could come back with, with Quan Chi, but have the metal eye instead of the regular eye now. You could do so much. And I love the fact that everyone's complaining it. It's not an game. You can't stuff like 4,500 people in a movie and be like, all right, it's going to be the greatest Mortal Kombat movie. You set up. There's there's eleven Mortal Kombat games. You and Mortal Kombat Nine set up four. It was twenty two chapters. They set up four movies, four games into one. So I was movie number two. You can have the tournament, and then you can end it with Shao, um, Shang, Shao Kahn taking over the um, realm, and then movie three could be beating Shang. Like do and like they're in Infinity War, and then movie three could be Endgame. And then oh, yeah. four or five. So I don't get why people are saying all oh, the characters and not enough characters. That's why I don't have a problem with this. They didn't all. do what Justice League did and said, we need to play catch up. So we need to include every single character mm-hmm. and we need to do the tournament. Mm-hmm. This is a prequel movie. You brought up the point about characters dying when they're really not dead. Yeah. I think they made it pretty clear when they collected all the bodies yeah. instead of just leaving them there mm-hmm. that he collected all the bodies. And like that kind of leads me to believe they're going to be resurrected. Look at so Scorpion. There's... Scorpion died in the beginning of the first seven minutes of the movie and he got yeah. re but... Literally, he died yeah. in the first couple minutes and then he's he's brought back. Was he yeah. Bihan or something? No, Bihan is Sub-Zero. Bihan so. Um, Hasho Sasasi. I I pushed that name, but that's what he Hanzo was or something. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, Hanzo like and the, Yeah, that sounds like the guy from Overwatch. But oh um, God, Hanzo. But um, I'm glad you brought up the point about getting the mark. They made that clear. Whenever you defeat somebody, 
you gain the marks. So oh, are you born with it? Or you're born with it like Cole was. And, Jax. and it's kind of like, and Jax. And it's kind of like the thing where it's like, you understand how the tournament works and how the mark why, has been passed down. And why are these people fighting? How are they get selected? They're yeah, not random. Exactly. What, and I thought that was so great. Like, that's not, it's, you're not forcing this card. Only some these people are born to fight. And I also laughed about Jax, who also is Jimmy Olsen from Supergirl. Um, which you didn't know about until um, I mentioned, oh, Vice versa. I think you told me or I told you. Because uh, you said he looked like the guy from Family Feuds. The guy. No, the- no, no, no. I said it was the guy from Supergirl, but the fact he was rocking that mustache, that- he looks like Steve Harvey. Harvey. Yes. So, and I think everyone can agree with me yeah. with that. But I hit that. That was my one nitpick that he had, like the scrawny arms and then his power was the right yeah that's like my only nitpick i'm like why can't you just give him robotic like big boy arm yeah it's like you you can do this that's a thing also the one thing i have to complain about this movie why was raiden so like hands off with everything well in the games he's like that i get that but like dog this guy came into your place and said I'm going to kill all of your champions. Well, you can't in the ring. It's against the rules. It's against the rules. So it's against the rules to defend yourself? Yes, it is. If you wow. play the Mortal that's why everyone hates Raiden in the Mortal Kombat games. Um, have you played, what are your, what's your knowledge of the Mortal Kombat games? What I have before? a very basic knowledge of mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat. I'm not going into lore or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know that. Well, which games deal. have you played? Have you played any? I've played a majority of them. I think nine has been the one I played the most recent. 10, I played only multiplayer. Mm-hmm. 11, I didn't play at all. But all right. so I have like, a basic knowledge. Very basic. So, like, Raiden and Lamus Storm is the bitch, bitch to the Elder Gods. He's like that little kid. Mom, these guys are not playing by the rules. Do something, guys. And they set that up in the movie. They yes. set that up in the movie. He was very, like, strict to the rules. Yes. And then that's why a lot of people call him, like, the, the annoying kid. Like, he won't share his toys. Oh, you can't do that. You can't, Like, the little kid who has the He's a tattletale. Yeah, he's a tattletale. That's like that's like the joke is for Raiden. He oh he he loves the elder gods. He worships them. He's like they can do what they can. If I break something, they can make me dead or whatever. So that's why Raiden didn't get involved. He even though he kind of did get involved, he he put the fighters in different locations, but he didn't really fight. But like Raiden, it's like a bitch. He's like I'm not gonna fight unless the elder gods tell me I can fight. Yeah, which I think in the second movie he's definitely fighting. Mm. I believe. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't know. They set him up to be a very powerful character. Well, he didn't fight in the in the tournament. Well, once again, going back to the Mortal Kombat lore, he doesn't fight in the tournament. He mm. fights when the world is at danger, like it's about to be destroyed. That's so. Which I think they're gonna. That's gonna be the third movie, second or third movie, or end of the second, start of the third. Yes, because I like I said, it, it's gonna be the Infinity War, and then it's gonna be the End Game. Yes, exactly. And speaking of End Game. Uh, we got a post credit scene. This has Did been we? the one. This is the one we. Uh, this is the one we called, or at least. Oh I, yeah, 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 yeah. This yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, yeah, out, yeah. Of, out of all people to no, forget. Oh my god, I was so hyped for this because I thought there honestly wasn't. I we we called this way before this even happened because everyone was. I remember it was a blaze of fire. People were like, "There's no Johnny Cage in the trailer." Blah blah blah. It's, it's gonna be the bad Mortal Kombat movie, and I'm glad you did. I'm you 
you can explain the post credit scene. Yes. Yeah, so as you said, um, there's a post credit scene that featured but didn't show Johnny Cage. Mm-hmm. There's a movie poster, and Cole was like leaving his fighting job or whatever. It's two hundred dollars, which is kind of you know. Yeah, two hundred dollars. Like yeah, now, how you doing that, buddy? Yeah. You getting beat up for two hundred dollars? Anywho. Um, the guy asked him like, Oh, like, why are you leaving? He's like, I'm going to Hollywood. He's like, you're going to Hollywood for what? And he what's goes, in no. Hollywood. Yeah. What's in Hollywood. He's like, no, who is in yeah. Hollywood? I was like, all right, I know where we're po- going. And then if it wasn't, if it wasn't clear there, they did the poster of Johnny Cage. They didn't show the face of somebody. It was the waist down yeah. like his yeah. legs. Mm-hmm. And for me, there has been fan castings of like Ryan Reynolds, which I don't get. No, do not. Like I'm against Ryan Reynolds being Johnny Cage. I am against it. I don't want it. Don't give it to me. There has been fan castings of the Miz. I'm okay the with WWE. that. I'm okay with that. I see it. And then people are like, Oh, wasn't it somebody who actually knows martial arts or something like that? I'm like, this dude fights in the WWE. He knows how to like fight choreography. He's done movies like The Marine. He's literally Johnny Cage. He's and literally he's, that's he's, him. And and Johnny Cage technically didn't know martial arts. He knew wrestling. Even better. And, like it's and, it's writing itself. And also you think about it, Johnny Cage is this like big shot. He fakes all his punches. Miz does that in real life. Uh, like, <laughs> mind you, my brother who knows who Miz is, he doesn't follow WWE like we do, but he knows who he is, he knows his characteristics. And I asked my brother, I'm like, would, uh, would you want to see Miz as Johnny Cage? And he was like, yeah. He's like, I can see him at perfectly, his character, how he portrays online as a perfect uh, representation. Because Ryan Reynolds, he could be, he's that joke, he's that um, comedic um, dick character. That's what um, Ryan Reynolds is. He plays funny characters or dick characters. Ryan, um, Johnny Cage is a person who's full of himself, who doesn't believe in the magic. He doesn't believe all that. He sees a girl. He tries to hit on him. Like, hey, I'm Johnny Cage. I'm a Hollywood star. What's your number? And that's like the Miz is. Miz does like Miz is perfect <laughs> for that role. And if yeah. they don't, Miz even tweeted one person tweeted at him. Like, what a comment! If Johnny Cage is gonna be in the post credit scene, give it to the Miz, right? And Miz responds to this person. He's like, my agent's already on this before the before the even the post credit scene came out. He was like, my agent's already talking to the um, directors of Mortal Kombat. And I think he got the blessing from the person who made Mortal Kombat. Oh, uh, I think it's Ed Boon who made it. Somebody. Yes, yeah, yeah, Ed Boon, Ed Boon. He literally got the blessing from the guy who made Mortal Kombat to be yeah. Johnny Cage. If they do not cast The Miz mm-hmm. as Johnny Cage. It's, it's a big opportunity. It is, and they deserve yeah. every bit of and the I, hate. Yeah, and I think for Miz, it's a long overdue. Because, you know, he called, he's like the, he does all these direct-to-DVD movies. And I feel like for somebody who is this talented, granted the movies, I haven't seen his movies, but seeing him, because granted he's acting as somebody on TV, see how he is on the mic, see how he carries himself. I think it's long overdue. Well, we've seen people from WWE going into Hollywood, like Dwayne The Rock Johnson, like Dave, Dwayne The Rock in The Fast and the Furious, Miz, um, Batista as Drax. Miz can be the next um, person in line and set up to be in these... Um, Mortal Kombat movie because I think we talked about how Cannibal was stole the show in movie one. I feel like if they cast the Miz, he will steal that show. Them two on screen at the same time. Just... Oh my god, it's a wrap! And then watch uh, Warner Brothers like, all right, let's make a spinoff of Johnny Cage and um Cannibal and like, just kill it. 
like their Hobbs and Shaw, yeah. like no, Fast and Furious God, offshoot. HBO, please don't do this. They're the definitely is. gonna do it. So, but, so, but, but please do cast Miz as um Johnny Cage. That's exactly. So please just do that casting right. Yeah. But um, I guess that about does it here for the Get Comfy Game Break. We hope you guys enjoyed. This show goes live every Friday. We got the Get Comfy podcast every Sunday morning, and of course the Get Comfy Lowdown every Wednesday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms like iTunes, Spotify, and of course the Believe Podcast Network. But you know what? We'll see you guys next time. Fatality. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.